Ages passed in a world called Spanth. The land was ripped asunder and the ocean turned black in a cataclysm called the Marring. Boros survived, a land of long-lost magic, mythic beasts, and meddling gods. It is here we follow a tale, a tale of heroes, heroes we call... Of Dragon Town. Welcome to the Magic Quest Boys of Dragon Town, original Dungeons and Dragons adventure. Hey. My name is Jamie. I Boo. am your host and game master. Are there people Boo. booing out there at the table? Boo. I was not. I was I'm not. putting my hand over my eyes to gaze out upon you. That's the ghost Who's booing out there? It was him. <laughs> Let's get him, boys. Oh my God. <laughs> Simpsons references. Welcome. As I said, or as I was saying, my name is Jamie. I am your host and game master. And to my left, we have Justice Donatello Whiskers, the pure. How are you doing? Good to see you. It's great to see you too, Donatello. Rodri, Rodri Wilder Swimfids. Hi. <laughs> Hello. Galvin <laughs> Orhelis. Good evening. Good evening to all of you characters. And you are transported back to where you were. And you will lose all memory of this moment. Great. Now that we've done that, as we do at the beginning of every one of our episodes, uh, I wanted to take my pencil back from David. Thank you, David. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I wanted uh, to hear the recap, Jared. Last time on MQBD, Crobin and Rondry are fucking dead. Just kidding. But they did fall off a cliff during a battle with some gargoyles. Then, Galavan got pounded into unconsciousness by said gargoyles. Whiskers, thinking he's seen all his friends die, used his Eye of Pureness to blast Rodane's holy might through him like a Super Saiyan and turn into Whiskers the White, baby. He, along with Pen, fucked the gargoyles up and threw the stupid fucking goat <laughs> off the stupid fucking cliff. After the battle, they restored Galavan to consciousness and mourned over what they thought was their lost compadres. Galavan and Penn did a bit of talking and postulated the theory that maybe a way into the tower is to actually jump off the cliff. So Whiskers jumped off the cliff. Turns out that the wind stops you before you hit the ground and then shoots you up to the top of the spire. Galavan and Penn followed suit and joined Whiskers at the top. Meanwhile-ish, Crobin and Rondry woke up, not dead but alive, at the bottom of the cliff. And long story short, we're able to grab onto a knife that was thrown down to them by the intrepid quest boys at the top of the tower. Now our heroes are reunited, rested, and ready to enter the spire of violent destinies. That's um the sound effect. <laughs> like kind of like Inception, uh, but faster. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. I like it a lot. Encryption. <laughs> So, <laughs> encryption, yes. Uh, before I set the scene, I wanted to uh, tell you, Whiskers, uh, I, you have inspiration because you spent a turn smearing poop on a goat's face last game. Woo! And uh, that was glorious, and I didn't get a chance to reward that. Um, also, Whiskers, remember, you still have uh, your resurrection um, coming back to lifeitudeness, which you are at minus one now. I will never forget. Are you that. talking about resurrection okay. sickness? Resurrection sickness. Yes, okay. I like uh, sickness. It's such. A, I've always had a problem with sickness. It's not a sickness. It's like your soul is returning to the world and it's coming back slower than usual. Uh, so sickness sounds Weird. makes it really. You know, sickness sounds so mundane. It's like yeah. summoning sickness in Magic: The Gathering, though. You know, like you that's can't true. attack the turn you come out. But sickness, like... I think that's a weak. I think it's a weak term as well. I'll come up with a better well, term for it. Take that, Wizards of the Coast. Yeah, suck Ooh, it, you fucking You idiots. got them. Yeah. You got them. Yeah. Please yeah. invite us onto one of your yeah, special no. episodes. <laughs> no. David doesn't want it. David, also, remember, you have uh, you got sustained a lingering injury last Blurred time. Blurred vision, yes. yes. Okay, cool. For not dying, but dying. That's correct. So <laughs> I also sustained a lingering injury, dude. That's correct. You did. What dank. is it again? It's a dank scar that no one can see. Until oh, that's I, right. I knew there was a reason I wasn't no keeping track of it. <laughs> Although you do have another dank scar that nobody can see that like acts up when in inclement weather, if you'll remember. I wrote that down somewhere. I did too. Excellent. Oh, so when it's <laughs> raining. When it's raining. When it's raining, snowing, sleeting, any inclement weather. Damn it. Wink. So you all are at the top of this spire. And I believe it was Whiskers and Pen or some combination of the two that pressed the little raven's head down to start lowering the lift. 
down into the spire. And as you all descend down into this dark little hole, uh, Pen then reaches over and unclicks the head and looks at you guys and just kind of looks down at her feet for a second and then she looks up to you and she says, I, I think we should go back. I don't want you to risk your lives again. I, I thought that we lost both of you. And she looks to you, Rondri and uh, Crobin. I don't want you to have to risk your lives for me. It was too much. I, I can't be held responsible for that. Crobin was rolling up his pant legs because he had the long... Anyway, he's rolling up his pant legs when, he, when Penn says that. Huh. And he just looks up at her and then sort of like raises himself up to his hunched over standing position that he usually takes. His normal doughy height. And just kind of like blinks at her. That's it. Uh, Rondri <laughs> puts his hand behind his back and crosses his fingers, and he turns to Penn and he goes, "I promise I will never die." What you? Why'd you put your hand behind your back there? I'm just fiddling with some knobs, and then I turn my back. And you're fiddling with some knobs, okay? Some knobs. But I'm being serious, Gallivan. Uh, we talked about it a little bit, but and Whiskers, Penn. you were fine. But what if I don't want? I can't have one of you die. I was sent back from the dead to protect you and to fulfill justice. I need to fill justice, and I will. Do you understand? No, that didn't make any sense. You need to fill justice? Pen, what does that mean? Pen, if the gods exist, and I do believe they do because I have seen mine, if they exist, then when we die, it is not a true death. We go to exist with the gods, so I am happy to spend my life in this way for saving the world. And then if I die, well, then I am with Lumund, and you will catch me on the twinkle of the moon. We're not here to just protect you, Pen. We're here to save the world. I, I know. So it's bigger than all of us. And I'm small. Well, to save the world... We don't need to be here to save the world. I dragged you all here to find out about my destiny or whatever. We already know that to save the world, you've got to go after the keys of Eon or whatever. It probably doesn't have anything to do with me. So you were suggesting you go into this spire alone? No, I'm... I'm you want to go back? I just... Well, we are stuck at the... They made it very clear that we are stuck there unless we do this, so... We are gaining our freedom so that we can go back to wherever. Yeah, I suppose you're right. Yeah, I, I'm just, I just want you guys to know that I really, I really appreciate you guys coming in to, uh, coming in because of my asking. <coughs> I really appreciate it and I will do anything to make it up to you, okay? Crobin's just, like, looking down at his feet and sort of shuffling, like, nervously. Pen, we're here for you. And I'm here for you, and I look at everyone else. And I the same. I just hate feeling so powerless. You all can do so much, and I'm just, mm -hmm. just a kid. Mm -hmm. Didn't you fight those gargoyles? Were you not helping us? And the harpies as well. I mean... Every hand counts. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. Specifically, if you get within five feet of another enemy, it is very good for many members of the party. Oh, really? I'm just, you know... <laughs> oh. <laughs> Mechanically, like game mechanic-wise. <laughs> yes. Why do you think that is? Exactly. <laughs> is it like for the help action or like to uh, get sneak attack? You could absolutely the provide the help action. Oh. That would be great. Oh, I, 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 you know what? Maybe I'll start doing that. <laughs> I was just waiting for one of you to give me the idea. <laughs> uh, <laughs> awesome. Um, no, but she goes, okay, well, if you're fine, if I'm just, I'm going to try and be better for you all, okay? I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be better. Rubber on the head. That a girl. <laughs> Get off me. We are all trying to be better every day. It never stops. So, welcome to the club. All right. 
And where the fighting ability is concerned, Crobin and I will continue to train you, so you're only going to get better. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Well, let's go die. And then she puts her hand on the raven's Ooh, head and... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so good, you guys... Good joke. <laughs> yeah, oh, thanks. Uh, you guys lower into this hole, and uh, you ride for a while in the blackness, and then you enter through the ceiling as you lower uh, this area that to about you reckon you're about two thirds of the way up the length of this of the whole spire tower uh, the air in this topmost chamber is very cold and sterile you are suspended above like about 80 feet above uh, what appears to be some sort of large maze or labyrinth as you look down um, and the lift just kind of keeps I'm going to try to commit the maze to memory Okay, it's a large maze. Um, <laughs> you try to commit it to memory. Uh, I, Can will, I, roll I, will, I will let you roll when you try to remember uh, to go into the maze. I'll let you roll with advantage okay, because you cool, tried to commit cool. it to memory. Yeah. I'm going to try to commit it to memory too. Okay, cool. Yeah. You both start staring at the maze Wait, super hard. I pull out my scroll and I take a photo of it. <laughs> yeah. Take a panoramic. Yeah, take a panorama. <laughs> a panorama. Yep. Oh, man. Nice. Thank Dang. you. A panorama. Yeah. Oh, I didn't Woo! Catch it. Triple. Oh. Thank you. Thank you. Me, 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 me. No, we don't. We don't make that noise anymore. No one <laughs> so you guys, so you guys are 80 feet above these uh, maze walls that look like they're about 15 feet tall, and you all are descending into what look looks like the center of it. It is one of those circular mazes. Uh, so you eventually ride the lift down, and you arrive at a circular level as you get past the area of the walls, uh, and you arrive at this like it's like this little platform that just kind of encircles the entirety of the lift with six stone entranceways that lead into this maze. Uh, and there are weapon racks lining the walls along these like circular walls surrounding you. And uh, that is all. And if you don't want to do anything here, you guys will just continue down. There's weapons on the racks, I assume? Mm -hmm. There are. Let's check them out. Yeah. No? I've got the only weapon I need right here. Shink! I do not need weapons, but perhaps we will... It could be a trap, yes. I imagine it is. You know, violent destinies, one of those are by weapons. <laughs> one of those violent destinies, you mean? Could be by a weapon? Could be by weapons, mm -hmm. yes. Yeah. Um, are there any daggers on the... So yes, there are there there are traditional um, daggers, like you would know, but these are slightly different in design. These are uh, kind of smaller and more agile uh they're they're like the blade is really lightweight uh and it looks like it's made for really quick slicing um as well as that there are there is another kind of dagger there there are two of these special strange very strange looking daggers um they are ostensibly size like uh Raphael from teenage mutant ninja turtles nice. those those little daggers there are two of those there are seven spears four quarter staves uh eight like like uh, I guess quote unquote traditional standard uh, daggers, um, but smaller and a little fat, uh, like sharper. Uh, three um, commas on chains, like mm. with long chains attached to the hilt mm. of them. There's some throwing shurikens, and there is a small club that is connected by a short chain. Uh, that it, sorry, two short cl clubs that is connected by a short chain. Uh, as well as that's a yeah. yeah he you got a nunchaku, shit. baby. <laughs> 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 I'm gonna definitely grab some shurikens if I can. Yeah. Oh, sorry. There's also thirty blow darts, a fan, and several black blindfolds. Kind I'm gonna of take that up. fan. Yeah, absolutely. I'm gonna take a blindfold. You got it. You uh, get it. It is a. It is like a thick black material. Whatever it is, maybe wool. Does it um, say blindfold on it? No, it doesn't. It's just like perfectly, it's like a long uh, rectangular strip. You would assume it's a blindfold. Not a headband? Or a headband. <laughs> Could be a headband. Inside check. <laughs> yeah, inside check. Blindfold. It's a I blindfold, a natural baby. 20. It's definitely a blindfold. Did you really? Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Yeah, you know for a fact. You're like, oh, this is a blindfold. What was my weapon called? Uh, nunchucks. Nunchucks. Do you not have something you... that can tell if there is anything perhaps... Magical about magical these. Magical about these. Um, I do, but do we have the time? It's it's gonna take me uh, a a couple minutes here to get that working. Okay. Well, <laughs> would would like to stop? Um, I think we should keep going. Okay. <laughs> Unless. Okay. Hey, what are these nunchucks? Yeah. Uh, so ostensibly, it acts as a club. 
Uh, yeah. Um, but it's a club that has a cool flavor of nunchucks, and if you wanted to do something with them that a nunchucks could do that a club could not, yeah, go for it. Cool. Yeah. Like, I don't know, if there was a, a wire or something and you wanted to, like, wrap it around the wire and, like, zip line down it, you could do that. That'd be cool, huh? It would be cool. Thanks for the idea. <laughs> yeah, anytime, man. Next room. Wires. Four wires. <laughs> yeah. Oh, damn, he's on to me. He figured me out. Um, I'll yeah. uh, grab a those size too if they seem like they could be used similarly to daggers they would uh, mechanically yeah they couple, yeah. operate as daggers there how many shurikens do i get 20 whoa yeah baby anybody else no nope. okay just cool. that fan just that fan Dad, i would assume fan, pen would take a dagger comedian what's up i would assume pen would take a dagger uh she does already have two daggers but yeah she's you do see her checking out the daggers um and she's like she's like and you should take a dagger because right. every time you throw one, both Crobin and I oh. almost, you know, throw up. Oh, because these are daggers are special to you. Yeah. Right. Oh. Oh. Yeah. No, that's my, a good point. My, um, mine's not. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay. Well, then I'll just I'll... a p -p 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 pen knife. Uh, wait. Really? What? What? It's a pen knife. Yeah. 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 Well, then you can just throw his then. That's funny. Oh, okay. Well, I'll take a couple more. You never know when you might need them. And she'll stick two more daggers in her pack. And... Yeah, Crobin's little dagger is a... It's like a, from his Crobin disguise where he's, you know, an actuary. So yeah. it's like a... It's like a pen. Like a letter opener? When you opener? open the pen, it's, oh. there's a blade inside. Oh, that's a cool flavor. I Pretty didn't cool, remember eh? or heard before. Did you, did you explain I, that I said it was a pen knife, but at the time I didn't know what a pen knife was. Gotcha. And then I looked it <laughs> pen up. Pen pretended to, as yeah. well as me. And then you looked it up? I looked it up, and that's what it is. Dope. Fuck yeah. Uh, yeah, she regards it with new eyes. <laughs> uh, great. You guys hop back, hop back on the lift. And you start descend descending into the floor again. And you ride for, again, a little while in blackness where you're just surrounded on all sides uh, by, like, stone, black stone walls. And you descend like you're descending through an elevator shaft. And then mm. you emerge at the top of another chamber. Um, this chamber is large and spacious, taking up, like, the entirety of this spire's width. Um, and most of its, uh, like, a third of its height. Uh, you are lowering, and you find this chamber is crisscrossed with bridges that go in all directions. Uh, some close to the platform and some that extend far all the way to the back of the wall, but they kind of go, there are some that even go like diagonally from the bottom to like to the top of the chamber. They just go in all directions and they weave a veritable re uh, web of rope bridges. And there are long discarded remains of bandages and wrappings, maybe blindfolds, but maybe headbands uh, that are dangling <laughs> <laughs> motionlessly from these uh, catwalks. Obscuring your view, like, pack, like, into the back of the chamber. But you can see that this chamber just, like, kind of, there's it's a lot of bridges. And uh, here and there, you see, like, little, they almost look like little bird's nests. They, they, they're, like, little sleeping areas that have been, like, crudely formed to possibly, like, be a nest of some kind. Mm. You're not sure. And you see a black feather kind of floating here and there. Uh, and the, st the room, as opposed to above, where the room, the air was, like, cold and sterile. This, the air in this room is kind of like uh, humid and musky. I mean, we should definitely not go on these bridges. I have no desire for this, no. Crobin's armpits are starting to get really clammy. No. <laughs> somebody, somebody stinks. It's not me, is it? Crobin doesn't say anything, but he like shuffles away from Penn, like, <laughs> uh, just sort of nonchalantly. Oh, but maybe it's the smell in here. It does smell like bird in here. And it does. It smells like, like it's got like that gross kind of poultry fowl smell, like a chicken coop or something. Mm. Yeah, it's kind of stinky. I'll make it smell nice. Oh. Sugar and spice. Oh. Mm. Cinnamon. That's a lot better. <laughs> oh, interesting. It smells like that winter holiday that we all sped together. Of this world. Yes. Jesus Day. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh Jesus Day. The day where we all worship our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no, no. But yes. <laughs> uh, all right. You guys uh, continue to descend past these uh, bridges, these dangling bridges. Um, and as you pass about 100 feet to the bottom of this chamber, you get to the bottom. Nothing happens. 
you, you know, it's just an eerie and quiet. Uh, and then you descend through another little hole, and then poop, pop out the top of the final chamber, you would imagine, because you see a door that looks like it leads out to the inner courtyard, kind of similar to the way the Spire of the Whispering Winds was, where there was one big tower, and it kind of it was a door that led out into the inner courtyard where you met the auger. So this ground level is a large circular uh, chapel um, of some kind. Uh, I mean, probably to veil, let's be real. Uh, and there are many <laughs> small, dusty meditation stools that have been laid out in concentric circles going around the room. Uh, some of them have been, like, knocked over, um, you'll notice. And the, the walls are adorned with tall, heavy black tapestries. And the passageway, you see the passageway that leads to the black metal door with the eyes all over it that you, you would imagine is the door that leads out to the courtyard where you just came. And then another leads to the inner abbey. Well, we came here to offer these eyes to veil to restore this place and i imagine it might be here i do not know this looks like a place of worship <laughs> the lift like hits the bottom of the ground softly did you say restore these eyes sorry i forget what we can get this out what did you say about eyes we uh, we were given the these eyes eyeballs, right? the eyes of those devoted to veil to restore this spire to what it was Cool. And I think part of that is giving, you know, offering them somewhere. I don't remember where. Cool. Yeah. I believe, and I know for a fact, because I'm the DM, uh, that they were supposed to be offered uh, at the altar of the fates uh, yeah. to entreat them. Right. Yeah. Yeah, but they didn't say where that was. Right? They did not. They, yeah. they didn't know, it, yeah. you reckoned. It yeah. seemed like it was somewhere in here. Uh, Whiskers will go to the door that you said was the door to the outside and push it open. The one that leads back out to the courtyard with the goat where you came? Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, so yeah, you there's like a little eyeball-shaped handle and you twist it and it gives like a heavy metal grunt. The sound of like metal on stone. Um, yeah, it's a heavy metal grunt. <laughs> exactly like that. Think of your favorite heavy metal grunt. Um, and it's the metal like, <laughs> Jesus. The metal like squeals against the stone as you kind of wedge this door open. But yeah, the door is wide open. You can see out to the courtyard with the five um, uh, dug graves. The rocks blocking the door are gone. Yeah, whiskers, whiskers moved all the rocks. Oh, nice. You were you, dead. Yeah, you were dead for that. I part. was dead. <laughs> <laughs> you know it. Well, here we are, back at the bottom. We did it. Well, no, we did it. We got to restore the the spire. Mm. Yes, we need to go to the the fates place and give them some eyeballs. That was a sentence. The place of the fates, and we have three eyeballs of those devoted to Veil. I, I'm just, you know. Well, let's start exploring then. No, you're right. Yeah. Uh, Whiskers will walk into the place that you said was connected to this. Right. Uh, before you do, Whiskers kind of grabs your hand. She's like, wait, Whiskers, what do you reckon those mean? And she's like looking up at the tapestries on the wall. And you guys look at these tapestries and <laughs> I don't I don't look at no. them okay well whoever does I avert my gaze I avert my gaze I don't want to know what the tapestry show at They're all blurred. you guys look up and the first tapestry you notice depicts some people who appear to be druids dancing sacrificing animals in the moonlight they've got like long daggers and they seem to be dancing around uh, and they are holding up the entrails of these animals. Um, yeah. And then you kind of look a little like lower on the tapestry, and you also see that there are some people being sacrificed. Um, and the entrails of those people being held up into the moonlight while the druids dance around. The next tapestry depicts these druids handing scrolls, like tied up scrolls, to people who have bird heads, and then pointing kind of out to the horizon. And then the next tapestry depicts these bird-headed peoples uh, in towns, uh, you see, like, little villages and towns and cities. Like, the, it, the tapestry kind of shows all three. Um, these bird-headed people uh, killing and, uh, in some cases, kidnapping people in the town. The next tapestry depicts these bird-headed people bringing these tied-up townsfolk back to uh, figures that are dressed in robes. And then the next tapestry depicts these robe figures using... Uh, they're like clearly using magic on them. They're like holding up wands or like, uh, you know, you, you, you see like little lightning bolts coming out of their fingers directed towards those these tied up townsfolk's faces and uh, their heads are kind of open and you see like images and different scenes start f like flying out of their heads, basically. Like that's what's depicted or? Yeah, that's yeah. what's depicted. Mm -hmm. Wow. Oh. 
and then the last tapestry depicts these the these clear clearly wizards like they're robed they're using magic uh handing these townsfolk who now have like they're drawn with like empty eyes they're just big eyes with no pupils uh just handing them back off to the druids and it goes in a circle like that like it just repeats the cycle pendant look i was the one who pointed it out don't to you i've already seen look. it These okay all right i won't look just, at it just, just don't, don't, she like don't peeks between her hands. think about it <laughs> I think that's a better idea, yeah. Oh, God. These are all violent destinies. It is true, right? This is where we are, so... If any crow tries to cut out my entrails, I will be upset. Well, it's actually the druids that are cutting out the uh, entrails. I go into the door. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. The druids are cutting out animals' entrails and holding them up, right? Yeah, they're sacrificing animals and people and holding up entrails. And people. And people, yeah, both. It's mostly animals, but you see see one or two people in there. And also the wizards are handing off empty-eyed people to the druids. Yes. What's the tapestry after the entrails are being held up again? Uh, The druids handing scrolls to the people with bird heads and pointing out to the horizon. Dang. Wow. This what is you... freaky, man. It reminds me of... Uh, Midsummer. Midsummer, yeah. What do, you, what do you think it means? I don't want to think about it too hard, like you said, Whiskers, but... I'm is... in the other room. What, what, uh, if I, I don't had... want to be left behind! And Impenda starts running to catch up to you. If I had to take a guess, I would venture that it is the history of them spreading their religion across the land and painting their visions into the heads of people they have sacrificed perhaps these are all just musings though I do not know looks like they're they're t- taking the visions f- 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 from those people yes perhaps they use them use their life force to see the visions and then return the empty husks to the people it is a scary story it looks like everybody's getting what they want except for the village people Yes. The druids get their things to sacrifice. The crows get to kill people. The mages get some memories. Maybe they're putting the things back in their heads. Well, they do not have eyes, and we have some eyes of our own, you know. Like, they'll, from what I know, likes to take people's eyes as sacrifice, I think. And Uh there's something there. I do not know. I think you know that too, Whiskers. What? That Vale likes to take people's eyes. Oh yeah, you're right. She took my fucking eye. Why? Eyes see things. She's the keeper of secrets. So maybe she took those visions from what they saw. That is what we see. Them taking their eyes and vision. And now they have no eyes. To keep keep them from knowing the truth. Perhaps. Or maybe they feed on these memories. Maybe that's how they can see the future. Yes, I do not know. I do not know the inner workings of this religion. It is curious indeed. This conversation is happening as you guys make your way to the inner abbey. And you guys uh, pass through this archway, this large elaborate uh, stony black archway, and ahead of you, you see in this, you see a courtyard. It's not as large as the courtyard at the Spire of the Whispering Winds. It's actually, it's actually a little tighter, but it is the same kind of setup where all three of the, quote unquote, talons that are the spires here are kind of uh, looming, hunched over, kind of pointed and curved uh, to loom over the inner side, like the inside of this courtyard, um, and there is a giant, like twisted black tree that takes up uh, the big middle section of this courtyard, as well as a long black like uh, flagstone path from where you guys just came from that extends and then takes you to the tree. And then there's a little like circular path kind of uh, cleared out around the tree. And then uh, the same black paths that kind of lead to the other two spires. And hanging from these trees, as you all get closer, as you walk down this flagstone pathway towards it, you see six bodies hung from their necks oh. hanging from the trees. Like fresh bodies? Uh, you're not sure how fresh they are. 
Uh, as you guys get closer, you don't reckon them to be very fresh. A lot of them are, like, are, you see that they're decomposed. And you see that all of them have the heads of crows. And kind of like these, um, these kind of deformed wing, like like they have like feathers going down their arms. They have normal like humanoid style hands with five fingers and all, but they have like feathers going down their arms. No wings, just like feathers They're sticking like out from the them. The cats from Cats, but birds. That I couldn't have phrased oh, it better geez. myself. Yeah, it's, it's exactly <laughs> that. It's birds. Uh, let's Broadway burn this tree down. Burn one, it down. One of them has a wedding ring around their finger, like Judy Dench. Yep, exactly. Cool. It's a uh, cat's reference. <laughs> <laughs> For all you people out there, you saw cats. <laughs> uh, maybe we shouldn't have taken Penn here. This is kind of fucked up. Oh. Uh, well, I don't too like late. It. You cannot unsee that. She's like, Just like you can't unsee cats. <laughs> I wonder if I can make a device to destroy people's memories. So you all see this awful, twisted uh, black tree with these bodies hanging in front of it, with these bird-headed bodies. What would you like to do? It, I'll inspect the tree and see if there's a place we can put the eyes. Like if there's any opening or like. Yeah. Uh, roll a perception check. I don't. I don't think I'm gonna see much. Like. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's it's this tree is like gnarled and. <laughs> oh, actually, and I have Dead. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Uh, this tree is gnarled and dead, and the branches kind of twist up and out. There's no life on this tree at all. Have we ever seen bird-like creatures like this in our lives? No. I, no, I don't, I'm like thinking of all your backstories. Yeah, I don't, I don't think any of you would have. Okay. They're not Kanku, right? Well, well you that's sort of meta. Yeah. Oh, so they are for, Kanku. For us here at the table, uh, they're, they imagine a Kanku. You, Jared, okay, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, yeah. But I've never, Whiskers has never seen No, a no, no. These are bird people, and, and as far as you all know, there's no such thing as bird people. Okay, let's get the fuck Should out of here. Should we cut them down? Do we oh, need... that would be nice, yes. It, well, wait, what if this is the altar? Well, what? Doesn't what? matter, there shouldn't be bodies hanging from a tree. Unless that's Ch-ch-ch- what Vale wants. Let's cut him down. I'm going to kind of try and cut him down. Okay. How? Uh Yeah. <laughs> you climb the tree and then... You get a shuriken? No, he's got or, the shuriken. Or throw a shuriken. <laughs> I'll throw all five shurikens at all five ropes and cut all five down. Ooh, <laughs> baby. <laughs> Take them out of my shirt pocket. Would, I think you'd have to roll with disadvantage for that because it's uh, shurikens are so small and it's such a it's like you're cutting a rope. Disadvantage five times or disadvantage once for five at a time? <laughs> disadvantage five times. <laughs> so roll that dice. So roll, roll 10, 10 d20. <laughs> Jesus. Um... I'm not gonna do that. You did it. <laughs> <laughs> zoom six 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 six. Let's just we can we can zoom past that. There's six of them anyway. I don't want to lose my shurikens. There are six of them. <laughs> oh, you don't want to lose your shurikens. That makes okay. Sense. So there's no way to get them done. Cool. Oh, well. So you stare at the bodies, <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll move on. Well, yeah. Let's just be like, let's get the fuck out of here. So we keep going. Okay. Which direction do you go in? Because there are two other paths that lead to two other spires. One of them, uh, I don't know if you guys remember, but one of these spires um, was like crumbled away like it normally extends up into like a bony like tippy top point uh but one of them looks like it's crumbled away yeah yeah if you make if you make a claw with your hand uh and you make three give yourself three talents like and a then, bird's talent ex- like a bird's talent but but then bend your thumb in half one of them is like cut off at the halfway point uh, so it does not go up to a tall point anymore and that is not the one you just came from. So there is thumb cut in half one, and then there is the other one that you haven't been to yet. I, I hope you all were doing that at, uh, along with us. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Make a little bird. Everybody at this table yeah. was literally so four finger and middle finger. <laughs> They're all making claw. I was. There's like an uptake in car accidents when this podcast comes out. <laughs> they told me to make a claw. <laughs> so many people listen to it. <laughs> all right. So where do you want to go? Well. Let's we- do the shorter one. We are here to restore this place, and if that one has been crumbled and destroyed, that is the one to restore. Does anybody th- th- think may- may- maybe we sh- shouldn't be rest- restoring this place? Yeah, I'm starting to think that. I do. I hate this place. It's terrible. Well, the mission was to do it, so we have to do it. Fuck the mission. The mission is to find out how to save the world. Well, that's the greater overarching mission, but this is the mission that we were tasked with at the specific point in time, so I feel like we should complete it. I thought the mission was to get the things they wanted us to get. 
I thought it was to restore it. Didn't they want us to get some things for them? An ocarina, and I have that, I do believe. Right, yeah, yeah. Glass blown. Yeah, and there was some other things they wanted us to get, right? Well... Did anybody write down what they said? I have an ironclad memory, I'll tell you. I'm pretty sure you were supposed to find an ocarina, a sensor, and... Oh, God, now even I'm forgetting the third one, and this never happens. It's a orb. Orb. Yeah, that's yes. right. Ocarina sensor and an orb. So we go into the half one. Cool. Awesome. As you guys approach it, uh, oh, you move down this flagstone path, and there is a uh, sign in the same the way that that script at the front uh, that was like, uh, you know, it's best not to resi- resist wind deified, like that whole script. There's that same kind of script above this spire, above the entryway, this archway. It says, Repository of Hoarded Gleanings. And you make your way through the archway. Hoarded gleanings. Maybe this is what they did in the tapestries. You know, they had they they took people's visions and senses. That's the hoard of what they have gleaned from their experience. Whiskers, what is wrong with you? I don't know what the. F- I, I have no idea what you're talking. It about. It actually makes a <laughs> lot of sense to me uh, if we were going to use the term gleaning as like gleaning into a memory or gleaning into a thought. Uh, yes, then, then, yeah, that makes absolute perfect sense to me. Is that yeah. what gleanings mean? I'm just going off of what he said. Uh, I don't okay. really know. Crowman huh. will sort of shuffle in. Great. You enter into this large, spacious chamber that uh, is clearly like decrepit and dilapidated, but it used to be a very fine like uh, parlor or study of some kind. There are like it kind of even reminds you of a little bit like the uh, of the gold kobold kind of setting, where the furniture is all very nice. It was clearly like padded cushions, but like some of these chaise lounges like are cut open and there's like stuffing spilling out of them. Uh, there's like an empty blackened fireplace. Uh, there's some bookshelves. There's even like a little small bar area, some tables. And there's a spiral staircase in the middle that goes up and up and up and leads to the next floor up. I want to check out the bar. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> you do so. Uh, yeah, there are some bottles. Uh, and cans. There are some bottles behind the bar. Uh, there are no cans. There is a keg, but the keg, as you look into it, just kind of stinks. I'll check out the bottles. Rotted malt. Absolutely, yeah. Um, so you do find uh, most of the bottles are empty or, and or smashed. It looks like somebody did smash them. Oh. But there are two bottles back behind the bar. Oh, what are they? I'll smell them. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, they are they are still, like, corked up, basically. Oh, they're um, they fresh. Don't have any, yeah, they don't have any labels on them. I will take them. Absolutely. Two bottles of... Probably really well aged. Let's be honest. If it's <laughs> wine, like, come on, let's be real. It's probably wine. vinegar by now. Uh, Ooh, you said there were bookshelves? There are bookshelves, yeah. I'm totally going to the bookshelves. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yes, you are. <laughs> you nerdy little bookman. Uh, yeah, roll, roll me a perception check. With disadvantage. That's correct. Huh, still not bad. 13. You find a book that strikes your fancy. Um, That's it, the title of it? It Yes, <laughs> it, it, it's called Strikes Your Fancy. Uh, no, it is called... It's a dusty yellow tome that uh, is actually missing its front. Um, But as you see on like the title page for it, it says, The Birds of Prelude, Unrivaled Death in Darkness. And as you like casually flip through it, it says, it kind of just explains about the monks at this Spires of Violent Destinies. Uh, They were called the Birds of Prelude. And they were a group of uh, no. They were a group of unrivaled (laughs) assassins. We all groan when we read it. (laughs) It resounds and echoes throughout the spires. Kind of like Suicide Squad, maybe. Yeah, yeah, kind of like that, exactly. Yeah. Much better, though. More like Homicide Squad. Because they were a group of unrivaled assassin monks that were formed to carry out Vale's will. It goes on to note, with poorly veiled annoyance and smugness, that the, there was a formation of a traveling order of monks who follow Osmai, uh, who started, that were started by one calling themselves uh, the Last Kensai, that was formed specifically with the intention of thwarting the Birds of Prelude's executions to yeah. little success. Thwarting their executions? As yeah, like like they were, it was their job. They're they, assassins, maybe. Yeah. yeah, the Birds of Prelude are assassins, uh, and this oh, yeah. other group, this traveling order of monks, uh, it seems like they were like bodyguards for people to try and stop like the Birds of Prelude. They're anti-assassins. They're Body, bodyguards. Yeah. Bodyguards, yeah. David's character. Cool. Oh, yeah, that's the word for Yes, that. David's character, uh, Gil, <laughs> 
I believe. Yeah. Uh, called it himself the last Kensai, right? He was the last Kensai. He was the last Kensai. Wasn't there something in your backstory about how there might have been one other one, though? Oh, yeah. There is something that there might have been one other one. Okay. Yeah. Hold on to that information. Uh-oh. Interesting. Cool. Whiskers will go up the stairs. <laughs> Excellent. I found some bottles. What did you find? I found a book. Look how interesting this book is. Oh, yes. Very interesting. Have fun with that. Whiskers, look at this book. I already went up the stairs. And then I'm following you. Whiskers, Whiskers. Come on, Rondre. There's no time for books. There's always time for books. Ugh, no. And then I slap her. Whoa! <laughs> she slaps you back. Whoa! <laughs> Harder. Children. Ah, okay, I deserve that. <laughs> Don't ever do that. Don't ever say there's no time for books. There isn't time for books. Slap Don't her. Don't you get? Oh, she, she punches you. <laughs> Rondre, quit being an idiot. Let's go. Uh, well, technically, I'm not an idiot by reading books. So she goes. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, great. You uh, <laughs> you guys uh, take this spiral staircase whoop, 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 up and up and up, and you enter into this. Um, it's it's like the circular chamber that surrounds you uh, from the the maze that you got to. Except there are two hallways that lead one to the left and one to the right. There is a sign above uh, the archway in the left hallway that says divining chambers, and there is a sign to the right down the right hallway that says divulging chambers. Always bet on left. I don't know. Left is the dividing chamber, is that right? Yeah. That's right. I d- d- don't want to f- find out what's in the div- divulging. Well, I do, but let's check out dividing first. Yes, we're here to find these things. Let's go. Great. Who first? I'll go. Yeah. I'll and I, I don't know which way to go. Okay, you need to show me. Left. <laughs> and that is... No, Hold he knows what left <laughs> is. <laughs> Hold uh, your shield arm up. And my name is... <laughs> and who are you? <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Whiskers got a lot dumber. <laughs> uh, great. You head off to the left, and you enter into a room that resembles a library and an alchemist's workshop. Yay! Uh, all smashed Fuck. up into one. More books! <laughs> Yay! Uh, there are work tables containing vials and all sorts of doodads everywhere. Oh, I'm uh, going eight. Cabinets shit. containing all sorts of weird stuff here and there and uh the one of the main things that stick out uh to you about this room is there is a it seems to be a creature in this room in like the back side of the room there is a creature that looks like a a all black feathered duck um that is bumping into a wall and he just like kind of bumps along the wall and then turns a little bit and then like a Roomba that just keeps hitting the wall (laughs) and then turning a little bit and then hitting the wall he keeps he does this and he bumps against the wall and, and he keeps adjusting until he reaches a toppled over cabinet at an angle at which point he climbs the cabinet all the way to the top falls off and then writes himself and begins the process all over again I'm doing that like anime thing where I'm just like teleporting around from bookshelf to yeah, bookshelf and, for like, sure <laughs> yes. like poking at things and just being like ah! I got like my hands on my mouth you know? oh, absolutely Crobin just kind of watches the duck and sort of strolls over to it and mm-hmm. looks up to see where it's trying to get to uh, you're, it doesn't look like it's trying to get anywhere. It just is kind of moving. It's kind of following the the curve of the room. Uh, Can you say it like got up onto his shelf? Yeah, like... yeah. Because so it 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 like was hitting hitting the wall, turning a little bit, hitting the wall, and kind of moving along that. And then eventually it got far enough so that it would had to go up the this like toppled over cabinet. Oh, and okay. it would go up, and then it would boop fall off, and then it would just keep going all the way around the room. All the way around the room. Yeah. I'm gonna check out the cabinets. Actually, sorry, not all the way around the room. After it fell off, it would then go back to where it started, weirdly enough. I think it's blind. I think it has something to do with that fucking goat from earlier. <laughs> yes, it is black as well. I do not trust it. Uh, so, Rondri, you find another book. Ooh! Do well, we'll get to that. Hold on, we'll get to that in a second. I want to talk, I want to, talk to Galvin about this cabinet. Oh. Galvin, uh, in this one cabinet, you find a... Mirror, a, a hand mirror okay. that has these uh, like elaborate, ornate black um, embellishments all over it. And uh, you hold it up and you look into it. And as you look into this mirror, you see yourself at first, but then the image starts to like warble and, and shift. Warble, 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 warble. And suddenly the image looking back at you is an older version of yourself. Whoa. It looks like you 
Galavin, if he were like, like like at 50 years old, basically. 50 in human years, so much older in elven years. Mm. And you've got probably like a cool salt and pepper going on. I don't know. What do you think Galvin would look like at like age? He reversed grays, so he goes oh, black. Because yeah. I'm already white. Yeah, yeah that's true. So, You're already white. Yeah, um, yeah he, gets, he gets a distinguished black streak on the side. <laughs> nice. Nice. <laughs> that's kind of cool. Both sides. And uh, he's just looking back at you, and he goes, oh, well, look at this. Well, look and, at you. Oh, oh, oh. I didn't uh, expect to be running into this handsome man over here. <laughs> this little me, what's a handsome guy like you doing in a mirror like this? <laughs> well, it is. A, it it takes one to know one, my friend. You look very nice <laughs> today. Thank you very much. <laughs> he is wearing like really like your robes are nice because you're yeah. a noble, um, but his robes are like like expensive. <laughs> they are like super fine and silk embroidered robes. Oh boy. Is there anything you can tell me about my future? I mean, it looks good. <laughs> oh, it is a good future indeed. Yes, you have done very well for yourself. Oh, thank you. Yes. You too. <laughs> oh, thank you very much. I mean, I mean, we are the same, so we are just, <laughs> you know. <laughs> you don't need to, but I, well, you know, it is appreciated. It is fun to thank yourself. You know, give yourself a little credit okay, now and then. Okay. And, and this goes on like this for a while. <laughs> um, so, Galvin, you are just talking to yourself in the mirror. Uh, he is basically telling you about... Uh, uh, well, hey, I'll do it. You have a great life ahead of you, my friend. I mean, you are going to go on quite an adventure, and uh, you are going to <laughs> you are going to have so many uh, so many good lady friends along the way. I like it that you are not spoiling the mystery because I, I do not, not want, want to know specifics. I know I, you like, would. I just want to feel an excitement of the mystery. Of course. So thank you. Of course, I know. <laughs> and he's just talking to you and just telling you about this awesome <laughs> life that you have. Wonderful. Anyone else want to look in this mirror? I will. I will talk to you later for sure actually you try to look away from the mirror and you find that you are you don't want to you uh, want to keep not you want to keep talking to the future you okay Crobin um, has picked up the duck great Crobin you pick up the duck and the duck roll just saving throw. kind of <laughs> uh, you can roll a charisma saving throw by the way later to okay. try and break free of that yeah um <laughs> But, Crobin, you pick up this duck, and it doesn't really fight you at all. Uh, it I just put it under my arm. It just looks... Yeah, you just put it under your arm, and it doesn't even try and move anywhere. It just lets you hold it, and its head is kind of just, like, moving around, looking around the room, and it just kind of... His eyes are, like, just looking around. And then it looks up to you, and it goes... Hello. Hello. I don't did, like this did fucking you just duck. Say, say something. Uh, did I just say something? Are you 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 a d d duck or? Uh, a what, what's a duck? The duck's a b b bird. Are you a b bird or are you a b per person? Uh, I don't know. Whiskers just holds the bridge of his nose and closes his eyes and shakes his head. Excellent. What? Where? Where? <laughs> where are you going? Uh, this duck guy. That way. And he kind of gestures with his head over to the cabinet. Well, what's what's over? What's uh? <laughs> what's uh? What's that way? Well, I think I'm looking for my memories, but. I can't seem to find them. I, I drop the duck. <laughs> he goes right back to doing that, walking that same path. I'm telling you, this place Splot. is terribly messed up. We, we, we should go, 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 I think. Oh, yeah. Yes, one moment. I just, uh, this is fascinating. <laughs> it is so fun. Uh, Galavin, come on. Real quick, Roundry, uh, you find this faded brown leather book town with worn pages. It is entitled The Recycler Druids and Anthropomancy. The Encycler Druids? The Recycler Druids and Anthropomancy. And it explains that uh, about the Druids at this spire, uh, that they are called they call themselves recyclers, and they ritually sacrifice living creatures to divine the future through, th through their entrails. Ugh. And then they return the energy of these sacrificed creatures back to the earth and the soul of the being back to the eternal wheel. And it seems to look their, upon their methods as effective uh, methods of divining 
future, if not overly method, uh, messy. Do I find any, like, spectacles or glasses <laughs> in this lab? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> Are you trying? Are you talking about your blurred vision? Yeah, I'm trying to get rid of my blurred vision. You, also, you can roll a anyone can roll a medicine check for you for your uh, blurred vision whenever you want. Do, um, do you tell us what you see in the book, or in the books? I should say. Yeah, absolutely. I will read them out loud. At great length. Yeah. Uh, yes. Be quiet, Rondri. I'm trying to do something here. Yeah, we are having a conversation here. Yeah, we. Ugh. It's the most fascinating. Always thing. talking. Always reading. Can we books. hear the mirror? Those in books. Yes, you can. What the devil? Sweet Soleen, I'll take the mirror from Galavan. Ah. Uh, you see yourself at first, and then the image shifts, and you see an older, regal-looking, like beautiful-looking version of your future self. Mm. Oh, hello. Hello. Well. <laughs> wow, I forgot how good I looked when I was younger. I'm even better looking now. But also, I was better looking then. Who the devil are you? Who the devil are you? <laughs> I'm Justice Donatello Whiskers the Pure. I'm Justice Donatello Whiskers the Pure. Impossible. The White Knight. You're the white. And That's right. I've achieved the pinnacle of the Church of Rodane. Uh, uh, Whiskers yes. doesn't know what to say. Yes, that's right. <laughs> Whiskers, what's it, what is that? It the, is the fascinating. Wh- you see yourself in the future, and it is you have to check it out. The White Knight. Uh, no, thank you. Galvin, every- you want the mirror back desperately. Yeah. yeah. The White Knight <laughs> is the pinnacle of what a justice can be. It is the... Highmost rank of all justices, and I am a white knight, the white knight. Yes, yes, yes. Very, very interesting. But did you see me? Did you see me? Did you see my robes? I have to show you. Whiskers will pull away the mirror from Galvin. Oh, okay. It's mine. Don't, don't trust magic from this place. Oh yes. Maybe that is what my older pers- older self would do, not trust the magic. Or did he? He seems to have a very good connection to me, so... Can I try to take the mirror from Whiskers? <laughs> yes. Uh, Galvin and Whiskers, roll me charisma saving throws. These are, like, both your strong suits, so it, that's pretty funny. What'd you get, Jared? I saw my face. I rolled a one. Oh, no! <laughs> I got a 23. Okay, Galvin. Uh, yeah, it's fine that Whiskers took the mirror, and you know what? Actually, you're like... Whoa, you're shaking your head a little bit. You realize, like... It was weird how you felt. Like, you felt so strongly about continuing to talk to yourself. That yeah. that seems very odd. Whiskers, you will fight anyone that tries to take this this mirror well, from I you. I punch Rondry in the face. Great. I but snatch I, the mirror. I try to sneakily snatch it from him. Sneakily snatch. Yeah. Okay, cool. Roll a stealth check then, Rondry. And, and I would have disadvantage because of my and, one eye. And yes. 19. Uh, like four. Okay. Uh, yeah, you don't see him, but Whiskers uh, make a now Rondry make a strength check against Whiskers' strength check to try and pry it from his hands. Do I have advantage because I'm you do? Sneaking it? Yes. Ooh, baby. Seventeen. Just straight up strength. Yeah. Uh, Twelve. Okay, Rondry sneaks it out of your hands. I oh, portal up my uh, portable hole. Mm-hmm. I power that up, and then I stick it in there and turn it off. I. Punch Rondry in the face. Yep, roll the hit. Hold on. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. I rolled a 15. That hits. Roll for damage. Or don't roll for damage. It's a punch. It's just... Oh, you're no, because you're a tabaxi. You do have... Yep, claws. Roll for damage. Yeah. I'm not punching with claws, though. I'm punching with oh, okay. this. So then it's your strength. Yeah. Oh, it's four. just it. Cool. Uh, Rondry, you take four damages. punches you in the face. Hold on. Oh, my God. Hold what on. did you do that for? Oh, my God. What have I done? Whiskers, it is it is it is strange magic. Croban was right. Do not trust it. Even though I was very dashing looking, and I'm sure you were too. I think punching Rondry brought him out of his. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It definitely did. Uh, uh, he will go down onto his knees and hold Rondry. He's like, I'm so. It's okay. Oh, are you okay, oh, okay Whiskers? Uh, now I now I have blurred vision and double vision. <laughs> Two distinctly different things. <laughs> I will make it up to you, Rondri. I I don't know what to say. I, the the mirror it 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 confused me. That's okay. That's why I got it away from you. He'll kiss him gently on the back of the head. Were you talking to? Were you talking to the duck? Did I hear that? I heard it out of the corner of my ear, but does that duck talk? Crobin oh, was just off in his own land, <laughs> yeah. uh, not paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Whoa, 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 what? what? Were you talking to a duck? That duck over there, it answered you? Yeah. I want to have a word with this duck. 
It has actually kind of stopped doing its normal thing now. Now it is just running. It is kind of just like pressing its head against the wall and trying to run into the wall. Uh, you notice as you get close to this duck also, it looks like it has a, a large space, like a hole in the back of its head. Not, not super large, actually. It's, it's, it's just like a little indentation that's like looks like something would go there in the back of its head, uh, uh, beyond its feathers. Bring out the bag of eyes and look at how big mm. the eyes are. <laughs> no, uh, the, eye, the eyes are like <laughs> gross and squishy and, and circular. The slot he has is like sort of like rectangular and it's less on the back of his head. It's more like on the, in the exact top of his head. There's like a rectangular little slot. Like a slot. cartridge. Yeah, it's almost like a little cartridge slot. Oh, no, never mind. Not Does that. He I am going to look at it too mm -hmm. and look inside the cartridge and is there a brain in there? No, you see nothing in there. You see there's like a little rune in there. In the slot in, that's cut, like do I? Is it rune. just an empty space? In like yes. So do there's we... inside his skull. There's a rune. Yeah, there's like a little. There's like a little uh, indentation that goes down maybe about two, three inches, and then they're on the back, or not the. I guess the bottom uh, of the little indentation is a little carved rune. Do I know anything about this? Maybe like from reading in those books. Uh yeah. Roll an Arcana check. Uh. <laughs> Yeah, that's um, a six and, from a natural one. Unless, uh, hold on. I was going to say, don't you have a gnome thing that makes you... Yeah. Uh, only for history checks. Only for history checks. Okay. What gotcha. is the rune? This is unlike anything you've seen. What does the rune look like? Um, it's, it's, it is an arcane rune. It has a... Okay. Yeah. Oh. I, I may be, it would be it would be very difficult to describe over this podcast. That's fine. It's yeah. an arcane room. I, I, I assume if it had some significance and visually, you would know what it looked like. So. Yes, gotcha. No, no, no. <laughs> it's an arcane room. I'll give it a try if it's arcane. Yeah. Well, that's all right. Um, Thirteen. Thirteen. Okay, this looks like it is some sort of. I believe it is a. <laughs> this is Jamie. Uh, I'm pretty sure this is a transmutation school magic room. Hmm. What was ah. the t t title of the the book? Uh, which one? I found two of them. The one about uh, the second one. The anthropomancy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The recycler druids in anthropomancy. That makes sense because this is a transmutation school of magic, which is to change one thing to another. So. Why don't you just take the rune out? I don't want to reach into a duck's head. It's like carved into the back of the indentation. I don't think it's a. I don't think it's a duck. I'm not sure it is either. It talks. It's they, they. Anthro. Means person. Maybe we can take it with us, and it will turn into something else somewhere. I don't know. It's a curious duck. Duck, do you want to go with us? <laughs> it, it's it's looking kind of just off into the air, and you say this, and it has no response. Huh? What? Wait, what? Are you, you talking to me? Would you, yes, I am. Would you like to go with us? Oh. Okay. Maybe we Let's can go. help. Maybe we can help you find your memory. Uh, my memory? I lost it. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Who Come with us. <laughs> Who took it from you? Uh. Uh. Large eyeball. So not all of your memory is gone. You remembered that. I remember that. Where did it take it from you? Large eyeball. Uh, not here. Will you remember it if you see it? Uh, maybe. Well, speak up then when you see it. <laughs> I want to raise this shelf that it yeah. was climbing over. Yeah, for sure. Back up to its normal Yeah, position. you do. And you hear like some clanking and tinkling. Uh, coming from inside, like there's like glass kind of tinkling, tinkling around in there. Oh, it's like a cabinet. It's a cabinet, yeah. Oh, toppled over on its uh, on its side, like onto something, so it was kind of at a diagonal angle. Can I open mm -hmm. the cabinet? Yeah, absolutely. Can, uh, can I check it for traps first? Absolutely. Roll a perception check. Seventeen. Seventeen. Okay. Yeah. You examine this cabinet. Uh, you. It seems to be. You check all the hinges, you check all the little, because there are like some locks uh, on this cabinet. Um, there are three cabinets, or like like uh, kind of drawers that lead to 
drawers uh, on the <laughs> bottom of the cabinet. Uh, and there is one main large cabinet area the, that has keyholes, and but it looks like the doors are just like freely swinging, like the doors have been, uh, the locks have been broken. Uh, there's no traps. Then I open them up. Okay. You open it up, the main cabinet area, and you see shelves upon shelves of uh, containing small glass orbs um, holding uh, mercurial silver smoke that seem to be drifting about as if caught on a breeze. And there are there's a lot of shattered glass in this cabinet as well, like a lot of these orbs have been shattered, but there are some that have not been, that are still intact on here. Uh, and they are all, they all have little labels underneath them. Uh, there's one that is labeled Dahlia, there is another that is labeled Spivels, there is one that is labeled Marlon Brand, hey. and there is one that is labeled Nicolaire. Nice. Aww. Hey, Duck, what was your name? Uh, my duck. Well, what was your name? What is your name? Uh, uh, I don't remember. If we told you your name, would you remember? Uh, yes. And then we could list all those names. Uh, no. No, I, I, I don't think so. Uh, how, how, I don't think so. How big are these orbs? Like uh, the size are, of a marble? They, they're like, uh, no, a little, little bigger than a marble. They're like uh, a little below handheld. It's like maybe the size of a tennis ball. Yeah. Okay. Well, we can just call you Duck for now. Yeah, duck, Duck's good. I mean, yeah. let's put one of these orbs in his brain. Doesn't look uh, like it f- f- fit in the hole. I like you guys. What's funny about that? <laughs> Nothing, man. Tell me what's funny about that. Just giggling at something else. <laughs> uh, I like to giggle, too. Well, so you do, you do remember some vestige of your personality. You like to giggle. This is a start. Maybe I, we can I'm help you. I'm observing right now. Giggling is fun. <laughs> yes, we can giggle down the stairs as we go. We have another room to look at, the divulging. Oh, yes. All right. <laughs> and the duck just starts stomping off into the wall. I'm going to take <laughs> all oh, yeah. of those uh, orbs. I want to grab the duck. And he'll grab the duck. Awesome. Sorry. Galvin, There's you Dahlia, grab the duck. Nicolaire, Spivels, and... Marlon Brand. Oh. Nope. Just Marlon Brand. No, I was saying... Oh, oh. You, that was you exclaiming. Yeah. Oh. Perfect. <laughs> All right, that's it for today's episode. Calling it there, guys. Nice. <laughs> oh, cool. Very nice. cool. Marlon Brand. Oh, this fucking place is uh, uber creepy. Yeah, it's cool. It's freaky, right? I love it. I don't like being here. I do. Perfect. David does. Hmm. I mean, this is fun to role play with Jamie's version of yourself. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, I really yeah, want to look at that mirror. <laughs> I was like, no, I'm not doing this. Do uh, I, I rolled a wisdom check on myself, and I yeah. failed. I have to look at that mirror. Oh, no, you got to look at character. it. You got to. That would be fun. Oh, uh, boy. The wisdom check was for me, Noah. Hmm. Thank you all so much for tuning in. We love that you listen. We appreciate you listening. You are the fucking coolest. We love all our fans so much. Um, please tune in next week to find out what happens next. Please subscribe, rate, review. Guys, if you got a friend who likes D&D, um, please tell them about our podcast. Tell it, it to so friends challenge. Pyramid yeah. scheme. Pyramid scheme. Yeah. Tell it to friends challenge. Pyramid scheme. Pyramid scheme. We are Tell now a pyramid scheme. Friends <laughs> so if you guys are looking to get into a pyramid, uh, pyramid scheme, scheme that revolves solely around... No, that's all we were doing, David. They revolves solely around our D&D podcast. Uh, please send $1 to magicquestwizardragatown at instagram.com. <laughs> Nothing about that makes sense. Uh, Guys, there are some people we want to thank because they're awesome. Let's thank them right. Rory554. Thank you very much. Rory554, or 554, for those people who like numbers extended, wrote us a review on iTunes. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm talking about, baby. Mm. Wrote us a review on iTunes, and it was so sweet. We love you, Rory. Thank you. Um, Also, CBHMK, which is a fun name. Do you think their names, their initials are CB? Oh, is it Colin Burdett? It's spelt S-E-A, like the C. Oh. And then B-E-E, like a B, like a bumblebee. That would be from the Navy. Oh. CB, CB, or they love the C and Bs. That's also true. Could be that too. (laughs) I do love Bs, and I do love the C. Did you write this review? (laughs) (laughs) Do you love HMKs as well? HMK, I think that's like a ship thing. I could be wrong. Oh, like HMS. H- oh my God! You might be right. This might we be a baby person. Her Majesty's kangaroo. Yeah, C- CB also loves K's kangaroos. Got it. Next, <laughs> now. <laughs> Thank you. 
Uh, also, Danny the DP. That one's nice and easy. No guesswork there. Danny, he's, he's a DP. There, well, yeah, he's also, he, he was at the live show. Nah. Was he the guy who Wait, shot was he? <laughs> yeah, he was, the, well, he was the guy who took pictures, yeah. Oh, yeah. Danny. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, he's a DP. Danny, that makes so much sense. You're amazing. <laughs> thank you for taking pictures of us at our live show. And thank you for giving us shout outs on social media. You're the coolest. We love you. Uh, we're going to give you kisses the next time you take a picture. Hi, Danny. Besos. Yep, lots of bases. Payment. Yeah. Thank you very much, Eric DeLong. Yeah. For writing the music uh, uh, and making uh, uh, our song. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, also, thank you, Nick Allaire, who's you might have heard earlier in this episode, because his name was on one of the things. <laughs> oh boy, uh, we have fun here. <laughs> Nick Allaire is, is uh, doing some sound mixing for us. Yeah. And Ooh. it is making the podcast and super duper. I want to thank you yeah. personally, Nick, for all your awesomeness. It is so yeah. how you say awesome. Yeah, mm. I would I would say awesome. Nick's mm. also a dungeon master. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I must talk with Nick. Excellent. Guys, if you want to talk, if you're a dungeon master and you want to talk to Jamie, or if you want to just talk to any of us, please at us at Magic Quest Boys on Twitter and Instagram and use our hashtag MQBD. Let's talk. Um, yeah, guys, this has been great. Thank you so much for listening. Please tune in next week to find out what happens with this weird duck and the spires of violent destiny. We'll see you all next week. Toodaloo. Toodaloo. Bye. Quack. The Magic that was one of our best ones, and you had to fart all over it. That's great. I made myself laugh so hard. Oh, man. Keep the fire. That was a good one, though. Yeah, we were playing around. I was playing yeah. some. I was doing some new stuff. Ooh, new oh, stuff. <laughs> can we? Let's try one where we all improvise. Well, for new stuff. I like yeah. that one. Yeah, I know, but I just want to do one where we all know that we're improvising. <clears throat> Wait, we're all singing you different words. Uh, take away that one. No, I'm not gonna take it away. I just want to do one where we're all improvising. Right, 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 right. Improvising what? Just improvising in the tune. Just have fun, dude. Fucking horny, dude. Get a boner for me. Put it in my mouth. Ooh. Get a boner for him. Put it in his mouth. I'm not going to be able to do this. together. Come on, bro. Right. One, two, three, one, two. The magic class boys Magic 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 That was terrible. I think we could all agree. <laughs>